the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to another brand new episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, here filling your ears with the latest gaming news, reviews and upcoming releases. Here with me today is Pure Dead Craig, aka The Completionist. What, what? And we also have resident shitty platinum vocalist Andy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just Jess. Well, do just, just Jess. <laughs> Games up for discussion this week are, of course, Grand Theft Auto: The Trilogy Definitive Edition, Sherlock Holmes Chapter One, more Forza Horizon Five, some Call of Duty Vanguard, Far Cry Six, and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. We'll also cover some news, including people being particularly pissed off about the GTA trilogy, another new Fight Night game coming from EA eventually. And we also have the Rainbow Six Extraction release date confirmed, and we'll also discuss some Far Cry head honcho bailing amid rumours of the next game being a live service. And details on cult favourite 1v1, 1v100 possibly returning. Possibly. As always, we will present you with a new shitty platinum slash 1000G so you can up your gaming cred and look really cool next to your non-completionist friends. Go give us a follow on our socials if you don't already so you don't miss out. And there is lots of festive fun coming, so you you really don't want to miss that. No one wants to miss that. No. Kicks off this week with a belter. Boom. So what has been happening this week? Eh... Fair bit. Actually, I feel like I've been quite busy. Right. You guys? Uh, I kind of nearly fell asleep last night and I totally fucked my phone. Because you know how when you like have your phone in your hand and you're falling asleep and then you end up moving all your icons about by mistake? Oh, no. i done that and I kind of got them back to the way I, I thought you were going to say you... Like you did the old long press when you're lying in bed and then you drop it on your face. I've done I've that. I've done that. I've done that, and I've also woken up and the f- torches on and everything. You know, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Just like flashing it about the place because so, I'm always fighting my sleep. I've always got my phone in my hand, and then I just like I woke up and I was like, alright, I better check this. And I went to click on it and it opened another app because like muscle memory, you know, where yeah. you just kind of go to where it usually mm-hmm. is. And I went, oh, that's wrong. And I looked at my phone and everything's everywhere. And I'm like, oh no! And I was trying to remember how to get it back, but I couldn't. I remembered Summit, but like, still Summit's fucked up and I've just got to get used oh, to it now. And it's really upset me. It's actually upset yeah. me. That'll teach you to take the odd screenshot. I should just take a screenshot and then I know where everything is. Then you would know where to put it back to. Yep. I I had a good day today. I went to food warehouse. I had a good day today. A day off. Went to food warehouse. Got all the food. All mm, the food. Yes. All the mince pies. No, actually, that was one thing I didn't buy. I one just I got because we've already got some. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, no, I got a bunch of awesome frozen food. Mm-hmm. Beige, was... beige rubbish. Beige rubbish, aye. A plate of beige. Craig loves a plate of beige. Does, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I mean, Would you like for your dinner, son? Plate of beige? <laughs> See, do you ever... You, Jess, you, sh- you shop normally, so you probably won't get this that often, but do you ever get stuff and go up to the checkout, and then when you're putting the stuff up, you think... What must this person think of me? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you ever thought of that when you put yourself up? Like, are they judging you based no. on what you're buying? I never ever got to a teller. I always use self service. Oh, Food warehouse avoids judgment. <laughs> Food warehouse doesn't have self service. 
I know, and it's really annoying because if you can't do a big shopping footwear house, well, because they tell, but they tell, they give you like like that, like a half a foot of space to mm. put your bag. It's ridiculous. Hey, well, you've got a mm. trolley. Well, and you're supposed to just chuck it all in your trolley. You take it out of your trolley. Yeah, that's what I do. Put it belt, put it back in your trolley, and then go over to the ledge and have to fill everything up again. Does that seem like a... Yeah, I mean, there are a few, there's a few supermarkets that do that. I... Aldi's like that as well. Yeah, let us know if you are a packer on the side, because I, I, I just don't get it. I don't. I just fire it in as quick as I can. I throw it all back oh. in the trolley, then I go out, and then I throw it from the trolley to the car, and then I drive home... And I pack it like Tetris. I'm like proper. No. Like everything's like. Craig doesn't take bags I've, with him, I've, I forget. I don't take bags. I've got no, no time for that shit. Absolutely none. Oh, I take bags all the time. But anyway, so. The women, the women think I've stole the bags because I, I take those Morrison ones, oh, the big right. ones. And I've already got them in my basket. And then I'll go, brought my own bag, done. And they're like, you, you know, you need to pay for them, son. And I was like, I, I brought them. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been accused of, of being a bag thief. Uh, you, you don't get that as a girl. Mm. I get followed around the street. I've followed around the shops. But uh, I so I pulled up at the at the checkout and I put the stuff through and the so I was putting the stuff through and the woman actually turned to me and said, "This isn't what you get sent here for, is it?" <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I've never, I've never been had that had that encounter before. <laughs> she just looked at me she like knew. she knew. Is it because everything was just beige? Was it was it just beige? because there was like I was like hula hoop chips. There was uh, McCoy's <laughs> beige, chips. Beige. Uh, there was lots of party food. Beige. Yep. Sausage rolls, volleyball. Aye. Hot li- many hot dogs. Beige. Sausage rolls. It was good. It was it was a good shop. I put a picture up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. People were enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, at least at least, at least need to buy like some spare ribs and have it a, a little bit of colour. No, no. There was no meal to be seen. Mm-hmm. I, I made I made a meal out of it. Put a picture of that up as well. Mm-hmm. I had a wee smorgasbord of stuff. I had <laughs> uh, what was it? I had onion rings. Beige. Uh, the hula hoop chips. Beige. I don't, I, had, I don't think you're painting yourself no, perfectly here. I had, what a diet, man. I had brie bites. God. Hot mini hot dogs and... Disgusting. Oh, this was good. So... This is one meal. This is my lunch. <laughs> Holy fuck. Honestly, Holy look shit. up on Twitter, it's great. It's a, what a plate it was. Uh, and also, they had pigs in blanket and batter. And they were excellent. I don't know how I feel about that. It's really good. Okay. I, I went back through and put extra salt and vinegar on it, and it tasted like a chippy. Oh, top stuff. Okay. Would recommend. Would eat again. Will eat again. <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, dear Lord. Very good stuff. Shopping diet. It really is a shopping diet. Yeah. And then, uh, af- well, sorry, after I'd bought that, but before I'd eaten it, I went into the town because I'm in search of a, a John McLean pop figure mm. that's proving elusive so far. Uh, and on the way out, I got reeled in by a Costa. Oh, and usually it's a Costa machine, but rare treat, the shop's right there. Mm-hmm. So I went in and I, I was in the mood for a hot chocolate. I wanted a wee treat. And so I said to him, I was like, I can't get a caramel hot chocolate. And she was like, what do you want in it? 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Well, just so happens I've got a cream egg in my back pocket. And I was thinking my whole inside of my head's going, you're not ready for what I want inside this. <laughs> and so I thought, fuck it. I was just like, what can I have in it? What's your options? And she's like, like, he's looking at all the slices. <laughs> millionaire shop, man. Just dump that in it, please. She, well, that's the thing, right? So I had a laugh with the girl. She was like, I was like, what? What can? What's my options? What can I have in it? And she was like, well, we've got uh, marshmallows. We've got you can have a flake. And I was like, oh, okay, a flake. Yeah, pretty uh, basic. And, <laughs> <what else? laughs> and she's like, and uh, cream. Step and I was up. like, right. And I was like, what about the stuff over here? And <laughs> <laughs> Did I actually say that? <laughs> <laughs> and you're pointing at the slices at that point. Oh my god! <laughs> and she was like, and she was like, what? And inside the cut, inside it, and I was like, ah, oh, I mean, it could complement it quite nicely. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I'm not allowed to do that. You'd have to buy it separately and put it in yourself. And I was like, oh my god! Right, okay, I'll pass for now. I'll pass for now. Oh my god! I love how she knows she's not allowed to do it. Uh, no, she said she couldn't put it in herself. Oh my god. I had to do it. As if a bad incident's happened before. <laughs> Somebody's had a heart attack in the shop. And then to make matters worse, uh, as I was standing waiting for it, I sort of glanced over and I'm pretty sure I saw a girl I used to work with. And you know that way when you haven't seen someone in years? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Is that is it or is it not? And the thing is, I've got, I mean, I can say her first name without, but it was Leslie. And I've got previous with this girl twice. I've thought I saw her and went up and started talking to someone. And it turns out it's not been her. Oh, fuck. And so my worry was, not only have I not seen her in years, so I wouldn't even know what to say. I don't want to walk up to the wrong person, especially if it's a person I've walked up to before, thinking it was somebody else. (laughs) So I was like, can you stop coming (laughs) up to me? (laughs) This is this fucking second time you've come up to me, claiming that I'm somebody else. And so I just put my head down and buried it in my phone to avoid the awkwardness. Oh, and I also, I was getting weird looks from across the counter because the girl had clearly told the rest of the staff that this, this guy's guy wanting a fucking slice <laughs> of birthday cake and his hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I might be banned from that such cost. Such an embarrassment! God, I wasn't with you. I'm gonna take him anywhere, no. Jess. I might be banned from that cost, but thankfully there's one every two miles. Mm-hmm. So it's not that bad, and yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on from your awful dietary habits shall we yeah this isn't a news item because it's just a, a, a short thing but nintendo has done a sale wow. it turns out nintendo know what a sale is it's not a game i'm interested in but uh well, it's just one game well yeah. they probably have a sale going on but i presume <laughs> that only one of them is actually of any sort of value or <laughs> i saw someone had tweeted about civilization 6 being on sale and i was like huh, sale nintendo and then i saw it's actually 70 percent off it's down to £7.49. I wonder why they've not emailed me about that. They mm. normally like to email me stuff. I don't know. About that hurt their souls having to do I don't that. think Nintendo's ever had 70% off anything. No. Might be a mistake. <laughs> Sometimes they do 7% off stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, isn't it? Somebody's added the extra zero. Somebody's getting fired in the morning. So I was listening to like a... It wasn't a podcast, it was like a news sort of thing today. And I didn't know this, but back in August in China, they like cracked down on gaming for kids. What do you mean? So 
China's really restricted when it comes to games. Yeah, so the yeah. I think it's like the National Press and Public Administration implemented rules for minors, so under 18s, and they're only allowed to play mm. video games at the weekend or on like bank holidays for yeah. like one hour a day. Yeah, I didn't hear this on the news. I actually heard it in Joe Rogan's podcast. He was talking to somebody, but he was talking about how Facebook have changed to that meta. Yeah. yeah. And it's all about AI and stuff like that mm-hmm. and virtual reality. And he's talking about how people in America are just going to grow accustomed to living in that world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas places like China mm-hmm. are actually stamping down on it and going, no, 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 no. You need to live in the real world. Yeah. This is just going to be. For a little while, you can play it, like you're saying. But it's yeah, crazy. I just I just thought it was interesting. Like I think that the kind of method behind it is that they want the adolescents of you know today to grow up. You know, they will yeah. essentially be you know the next leaders and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's next generation. I, I, I get it in some capacities, but I mean that's harsh. That because is harsh, I I would also argue that gaming does provide lots and lots of benefits. Yeah. So I'd love to see the stats on kids running away from home in China. Must be through <laughs> the fucking roof. But then, like, so, some people were saying that, like, you know, they'll find a way still. But then, how has this been policed? I don't know. I think is it just on a parent by parent basis? Mm. Because let's be honest, most parents would be like, right, if you shut up. You can yeah, play the computer, just get out my this hair. This is China, though. Right, I know. With different but... standards. Yeah, and different... I think they will need to a degree. credentials to log in. And I saw something, that, or heard something them saying about, like, some will have facial recognition in order to know. play the game. That's like, you can't yeah. just bump on your dad's one. It yeah. needs to be your face to log in and stuff. So. To be fair, I'm sure it was, like, China, where, like, I think the PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox are out now, but they didn't launch, like, the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, I think they came out, like, a couple of years after and stuff like that. Like, they don't like outside, like, anything. But equally... And a lot of games are banned over there and stuff like that. The Chinese games Mm. market will generate an estimated 45.6 billion of revenue in 2021, which is more than the US. It's because they size it, but... Well, I know, but still, think if they weren't limiting what they're limiting, then... Is there not a thing as well where it's very, very expensive there? Like, I think, I've got a feeling, I could be talking totally at my arse here, there is a country where, like, a PlayStation, like, even without scalpers, is, like, the equivalent of a £1,000. And I Mm. think it might be, like, like, see over in, I think it's in Brazil, like... They're still like they're still selling like PlayStation twos and threes and stuff like that because it's just prohibitively expensive. Mm. Um, so it could be a similar thing. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm there's really also not. things like like esports as well because I don't know. Again, new upcoming. What's the word? I was going to say athletes, but they're not athletes. What? <laughs> participants in esports like in order to become an expert at something or really really good at it you need to plow in the time and if until you're 18 you're not allowed to do that then and there's a lot of money to be made in it there's hundreds of money in esports like used to be wankers are winning Fortnite tournaments and making a million quid so yeah like it's it's a kind of difficult one because i'm like i get it for the future of society in some sense but also it's a little bit harsh and I would not like to live in that world. No, I wouldn't like to live in It makes you think how lucky you are to have been born in the country you were born. Yeah. 
Mental. Absolutely mental. Uh, did you see the uh, nominations for the Game Awards? Yes. No. I went up. Do you not see this now? No. So uh, what I'll do is I'll read out, obviously there's a couple of... Diff- Our Game Awards or the other mm. Game Awards? Jeff Keighley's Game Awards. Oh, right, okay. Uh, so obviously there's a, quite a few categories that we wouldn't be massively interested in. Cool. Uh, so I, I won't I won't go through all of them, but uh, the six nominations for Game of the Year are Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts Two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. I think. Selection. Aye, there's a lot of games obviously I've missed out, and I, I saw as tends to be the case there's a lot of people on twitter that are not pleased mm. that their game missed out but i mean it's been a good year like you're going to you're going to yeah. get that um so then there's five nominations for best game direction which are again it takes two death loop returnal psychonauts and ratchet and clank uh, we'll skip esports because that's a lot of shite after I was just talking about it. Uh, most anticipated game is between Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Forza, for, uh, sorry, Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of, Breath of the Wild, and Starfield. Yeah, there's quite a few um, people talking about Elden Ring because there was like a... Uh, there's, a pub, there's a private beta going on just yeah, now. Yeah, um, so a few people have got their hands on the game and, and had a little bit of a sample of it, so... Folk are loving it, apparently. Seems to be going down well uh, so yeah. Not really our type of thing, no. but... Uh, best Independent Game, the nominations are 12 Minutes, Death's Door, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, Inscription, which I've never heard of, and Loop Hero. Uh, best Narrative, Death Loop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange, True Colours, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts. And this, I think this one's a wee bit interesting. Uh, best score slash music and so there's Cyberpunk Deathloop Near Replicant Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and The Artful Escape and so I was thinking about it like we were talking recently about the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack and how it's brilliant Mm -hmm. but I don't know that that should win because they've just chosen like say a track list of 20 songs Right, uh, was that artful things? Yeah, the artful escape is like useful. Like I've not played it yet, but the, the trailer I seen they've utilised the music well in it. Yeah, they've like composed a soundtrack for it. Yeah. So I feel like something like that should win over something that's just I been the like biggest hits. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. choose the twenty biggest songs of the eighties that we have within our budget. Yeah, like, but it's interesting. Like, it would be interesting to see what happens with that one. Yeah, uh, so you can go and look up obviously all the nominees. Um, at the Game Awards, it's December ninth. December ninth, and you can you can vote. You can vote now. You can vote. I think um, you can vote multiple times. Should you feel particularly yes. strong about one of the nominations? We will also be doing our own very own Game Awards at the end of the year. So stay tuned for that. We shall. I've got my tux looked out. Oh God! Do we even have a tux? That's what you think. My gaudy tux. Yeah, and just speaking of kind of towards the end of the year, last week, if you didn't listen to our episode, if you didn't, why not go back, listen. Um, we do have some kind of plans for the new year. We're going to start a Discord 
Dis- is that how I say it? Did I say that wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Discord. Okay. Discord. If you don't know what that is, then it's essentially a big chat room for us all where you can come hang out and chat to us. Um, we're going to have some guests on as well, hopefully. Some new features. But if you do have some more suggestions, then feel free to either DM us on Twitter or add a comment on our website. No, yep. not comment. What about- Contact us. Contact get us and get back to us about the. Oh, pure dead love. We're, pure dead love is happening in this week's pure episode, Andy. Love. Yes, pure dead love. So did he get back to us? Yes. Aye, aye. Oh, that's yes. coming later on. Wait, got how long, how got long to get to that section? Uh, roughly twenty-six <laughs> minutes. Oh, come on, let's get this going. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could just we could go to that. Pure dead love. Before before what we've been playing. Okay, right, fine. Pure dead love. Since you asked for it. So Grant did come back and said, hey Pure Dead team, love the feedback last week, so I'm back with more info. Okay, so he said, oh, actually I should probably recap if you didn't listen yeah, last I week. Do that. That's probably best. Craig, you can do that bit. Oh, this is off the cuff. Uh, yep, so Grant got in touch with us and said he's got a crush, I suppose, on a girl at his work and he isn't sure whether he should make a move or not. And because she was recently split, yeah, she had split up with her boyfriend, and so we. Well, we don't know if she recently split. Actually, sorry. Well, she did mention a boyfriend though, so right. why we'd asked if it was if it was recently yeah. or not, and so basically we didn't want to give too much of an answer until we had more more info, and mm-hmm. so we asked him for more, and he has provided it. Yeah, so he said she was together with the guy for about two years, from what I can tell, and they split up about six weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. It was her that ended it, so I don't think she's very upset at anything. That doesn't mean... I mean, you could still be upset even if you... Yeah, she's not going to go about crying and fucking at yeah. work, is she? Um, he said, right. I have sort of tried flirting with her, but honestly, I don't really know how. Sometimes I think she's flirting with me, but I'm not sure if I'm misreading the signals. She has definitely been spending a lot more time with me and talking to me a lot more since her breakup. I'm 19 and she's 18 and we both live in Canada. Canada. Oh, Canada. So first of all, make sure you're saying A a lot. Oh, for fuck's sake, Usually at the end you're of ev- so, You're just like wanting to lose listeners, aren't you? <laughs> Usually at the end of every sentence, it's best to throw in an eight. Oh, you're going out with a guy, you're talking to a guy that went out with a Canadian lassie for five years, they do not go A. <laughs> <laughs> they should. They don't know. I hope you did. No. <sighs> Missed opportunity, innit? <laughs> I'm a believer in... I what's the phrase? Going for it. Yeah, like... Oh, he's got to go for it. There's no point in not even trying. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, no, no. Absolutely. Would, there's no there's no way this ends where you're not going to ask her out. Like, what do you value more? Do you, would you be that gutted that you lost a friendship because mm-hmm. it was awkward after you asked her and she said no? Or would you rather take the chance and have the possibility of wanting something more? Because mm-hmm. that's what you want, obviously. And you're not going to know unless you ask. But where's the balance? Are you quite happy? Like, I'm just quite happy being friends. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take the risk. Or are you going to take the risk and know that if it goes tits up, you can't really be parks with it anymore because it just won't work? I think you can still be friends though, you as long as you don't. So as long as you, nah, as long as you don't lay it on too thick. 
like for the most part women like confidence as well so there's a chance that even if she isn't interested at the time she'll be like she'll think higher of you regardless because you've taken that chance rather than like i don't know like there's a good chance that if you do like her a lot that she knows because women pick up on this stuff and like I, I've, and probably I've, fl- I've, he's probably flirted and not realised he's flirting. Well, that's the thing. I was just gonna say I'm. I'm not. Yeah. I've never met you, Grant, but like, you're probably not being massively discreet about it. No, because we. I mean, we we communicate like eighty percent of our language through body language. Mm-hmm. So seven percent of what we see. So right. and the rest is body language. Yeah. Fuck's sake! Have you been looking up stats since last week? Stud- to throw I studied psychology. I'm interested in this sort of shit. Well. Right. Um, so like most of what you say is construed through like non-verbals. So you will be like basically screaming to her. Yeah. That I want you mm-hmm. with body thrusts with and body. stuff. Right. They're <laughs> in an office or whatever. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> body thrusts. How it's often? Quite, it's, it's more subtle than that. No, no. Yeah. How often do you gyrate? Oh, Craig. <laughs> I have a little suggestion. Now, obviously, I, I, I don't know your future schedule, but with Christmas coming up, if there is an opportunity for some sort of Christmas party or get-together mm-hmm. at your work situation, good then show. that could be a good opportunity... To get her plastered. To... <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then fire straight in to get that right yeah. no one order <laughs> no don't do that by the way don't don't no. do that no don't no. so yeah that might be an opportunity for some sort of out of work social interaction where you could perhaps would you like advance. to would you like to accompany me to the dance I don't know if they're going. I don't know if they're going to that Oh, because we just went back to the nineteen fifties. I don't think you two are equipped for this advice. <laughs> I think it's going really well. Uh, me too. <laughs> I'd like to know what happens. So yeah, I think we're going to say just go for it, really, yeah. aren't we? I think you got to make a move. It's. Aye. Hundred yeah. percent. Just go for it. You definitely have to make a move. You'll Honestly, you, you'll regret. I was going to say you totally regret it if you don't. At the end of the day, like it's a work colleague just now, and like you're probably not going to work there the rest of your life. If you do, the chance are she's not going to work there the rest of your life. You're like, only eighteen. Exactly. Like, just nah. go for it. Like, why not? And like I say, like there's there's every chance that even if she's not interested, she'll think highly of higher of you for making the move and asking, as long as you don't do it in a creepy way. Nah, I just be confident. Just come out and ask it. Which is easier said than done. Like, but nah. if you can, even if you're not a confident person, if you can project confidence, that does go a long way. Take it till you make it. Exactly. Exactly. But mm-hmm. definitely keep. In touch and let us know how you got on because I, I wish I, I want to know more, more I wish about I had this. the confidence I had now when I was younger because mm. I was definitely not confident with lasses either. Took me a long time to be confident in lasses. That's the thing you gain a lot of experience throughout the years mm. and like we're not just with, in terms of like relationships but with other things and you look back and go, I wish I could have just spoke my mind more back then. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. I mean, to be fair, not that we didn't weren't exactly loud and obtrusive when we were young but <laughs> in a different way mm-hmm. so yeah no definitely go for it Grant and let us know how you go on okay. 
we're pulling for you. Yes. And if you need us to uh, have a word with her, that can also be arranged. <laughs> what are you going to say? I don't know. You've been contacted by Pure Dead Love. Yep. Hello? <laughs> will you go out with my pal? Would you go, will you go out with my pal? Well, he didn't want to go with you anyway. When she eventually says no. Well, he didn't want to go with you. April Fool's. school. Yeah, if you have any relationship troubles or even non-relationship advice that you think that we might be able to support you with, then uh-huh. please send us a message at Pure Pure Just dead any gaming. advice, any, because it's, it's all about the love. Yes. Pure, dead love. Pure dead love can be as much or as little of a feature as you like. Get in touch with any of your woes and we will sort them out. Indeed. Okay, now that we've got that over, let's jump into what we've been playing this week. Not a lot. Tried uh, San Andreas. It's okay. Not I, I knew what I was expecting mm-hmm. graphics wise, not that kind of stuff. It's it's made it playable. I I just don't know if I could stick with it the whole way through, to be honest with you. Because it is very dated. Yeah. Even still, it's mm-hmm. quite dated. So I've been playing that and then I downloaded Forza Horizon. Oh my god, it looks amazing. It's really good. So isn't it? pretty. It's unbelievable. Real. Pretty. I don't know if I've heard anyone call it pretty. So pretty. <laughs> it's such a pretty game. <laughs> um, ah, it's just amazing. Plays really well too. It's like a cool cross between simulation and mm-hmm. arcade. Mm-hmm. Like a perfect 50 50, I think. So I can see. And this is from a guy who doesn't like racing games. Yeah. I fucking hate racing games. But there's just something about this game that's just cool as fuck. Yeah. So, definitely be playing some of that. That's pretty much it, really. Mm-hmm. Nah, I, t- I totally get what you're saying, Luke, before. So, like, it, there's parts of it that feel in the driving, like a little bit of simulation, but then you can hit a wall head on and you just almost sort of bounce off it. Like, you don't <laughs> tow your car and you're like, good, because that would have been annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's, there's just, it seems like they've went for a bit of realism but then they've also pulled it back at the bits where you wanted it pulled back so mm. that it's still as fun as it can be ah, so the gameplay's just always going ah. basically you're not getting stuck too much yeah, and having to reverse I mean the rewind function's cool as well I thought oh, I'll not really use that but you end up do using it because you're like it's so easy yeah. to use it's not mm. as if it's like oh, it has to load up bang rewind go in the corner again try and take it a little bit better mm. rather than playing the whole thing again yeah have you done the thing though where you've rewound it then you fucked up again you've rewound yeah. it then you fucked up again you're yeah, like oh, I've been there a few times yeah <laughs> I, think, I think that's the thing like a, well, a lot of people like if they're maybe like say serious about Forza then they don't want to use the rewind and that's cool because they don't have to but like us that are more there. casual like you're just like I don't care I don't mind like yeah. I'm happy to to it's try and hit that corner better it's not as if oh you're not going to get an achievement now because you used the rewind yeah button. As if it's a cheat. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Riders Republic, that, that's one of my kind of frustrations. Like, some of the kind of three-star levels, to get the three stars, then you need to do it without using that functionality, uh, which right. makes it more difficult. Right. Um, and I suppose that's part of the challenge in some sense. But uh, Plus, in Riders Republic, if you rewind, you rewind, but they don't. Oh, that's right, yeah. So you rewind, but the rest of the racers do not. That's Whereas really. in Forza, mm-hmm. everything rewinds. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah, 
Right, so you can rewind in Riders Republic, but it's fucking but game over if you do. It. <laughs> You're uh, fucking miles behind by the time you've done it. Right. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah, I've obviously after we did our draw last week of GTA games to play, I'm doing GTA three, so yeah, I've jumped into that. Lots of nice trips down memory lane. Um, and it's it's actually surprising I think how much I remember but I'm like oh yeah remember at the garage there's a cool car there I'll go and get that <laughs> and I was like yeah I sat, I sat down last Thursday night and you were playing it and you were like oh I'm sure there's a car around the corner and you just walked around the corner <laughs> smashed the window and took a sports car <laughs> and like once you did it I remembered it yeah, but I didn't yeah. remember it was there yeah. <laughs> and also some of like the um, things to get your wanted level off clearly that happened to me a lot back in the day so I knew where some of them were as well but yeah good so far the the thing that's putting me off the most is the rain yeah really like it just looks so shit and you can't see what you're doing yeah I I don't think I don't think it's as much of a problem in San Andreas but seeing GTA 3 you can't see a thing it's like it's white lines lines. coming down and you know I would have thought they would have I mean, again, I don't know how much this... Well, I actually have I have dipped into game development in the past week, but um, so I understand the complexities of what's involved. But still, I mean, surely to change that a little bit. I don't know. It's, it's strange. Mm. Like, I've played a little bit of all three games, uh, mostly Vice City, though, because that's what I was assigned. <laughs> Uh, but um, <laughs> certainly GTA 3 I think Vice City's almost as bad and then San Andreas isn't as bad so it must be something to do with like the way those graphics were at the time and then have mm. just been upscaled but in, in 3 it's awful mm. like especially if it's at night if it's at night and it starts raining heavily you can't see a can't fucking know. thing you, you need to pull over you literally you can't drive mm. that is crazy but I think a lot of this is because like so the team, it's uh, Grove Street Games who have done the ports and they've obviously ran it through some sort of software to update everything. And I don't know if you saw any of this, but it's caused like a lot of problems. So I took this out of the news, all the GTA gripes, and we thought we'd just talk about it here. <laughs> but um, so obviously back when these games first came out, they were quite pixelated. And so some of the shops and some of the like signs and some of the stuff on the side side of like vans and stuff like Mm -hmm. that it's been automatically upscaled and they've used some program to digitally analyze what it said and then round the edges but that's resulted in some stuff not saying what it used to say because the 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 programs looked at it and went aye that's an a when it was actually an e Mm. and so if you look about there's certain places and uh, signs and stuff like that that say complete nonsense because they couldn't generate it properly so they've used this like upscaler and it's (sighs) so if we come on to it we I think we are more positive on it than most Mm. Like, like I say I've been playing mostly Vice City I would say and I'd I probably knew this at the time because I hadn't played them for so long. Vice City and GTA Three play identically to each other, pretty much, and that is. What was the, what's the order? Is it three? I went three. San Andreas, no, three Vice? Vice City San Andreas. What was it? Aye. Fuck. It's Vice City released less than one year after mm. GTA Three. What? One uh, year. Really? Yeah. Three in two thousand. 
was it? Uh, GTA two, 3 was 2002, then G- Vice City was 2003, and GTA San Andreas. No, sorry, 2001, 2002, 2004. Christ. Um, and then San Andreas was supposed to be like so massive. Yeah. And you look at the map now and you're like, that's not really much... Ah, it's not that big. It's not that impressive anymore, uh, is it? So there were, there were October, it was October 2001, October 2002, and October 2004. But Vice right. City originally was just supposed to be an expansion for Got GTA you. 3. Right, so that's but then they, ready. Aye, but they turned it into its own games, that's why. So it's, I mean, obviously they're all the same engine, but it was pretty much the exact same game when you skin on it mm-hmm. uh, for Vice City and then when I played Summer San Andreas you can notice the, up, the upgrades mm-hmm. like the cars handle so much better in San Andreas than they do in Vice City or GTA 3 and it's not that they handle bad but they just handle weird they grip the road a lot yeah. and there's like I don't know you can just sort of they don't handle like cars they handle like they're hovering or something mm-hmm. you can just weave in and out I know and you've literally got about two seconds to get out of that car and if it turns over because it goes on fire and you're dead ah, the, <laughs> the car catches <laughs> fire and then it explodes with number three. get out that car <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah you can you can tell that they took two years between Vice City and San Andreas still not a long time no. given given GTA the work yeah. GTA mm. 5 came out nine years ago <laughs> And we're still, still seeing fuck all. Uh, and we've had another, we've had Red Dead, obviously. They've, aye. They've created a full other experience in that time, remember? <laughs> That's true. But, I mean, I'm quite happy with it. Like, it's it's getting destroyed. Like, mm. it's getting absolutely destroyed online. Yeah, the Metacritic it. user scores are 0.5. Oh, wow. Oh, 0.4 is the last time I read 0.4, it's maybe yeah. dropped then. Like, it's getting panned. But I think part of the problem is that people were just expecting too much. Because, yeah. we, I mean, we spoke kind of at length about the kind of run-up to it and the sort of somewhat odd marketing. It was just, you know, a tweet went out. and Lack then of. Yeah, but I think... They were downplaying it. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. Were, they were trying to, you know, reduce expectations. This is not a full... Not a full fucking... Remaster of all the games. The it's, up. yeah, like... I think really it work. That's the thing. Like, we... When we spoke, we would expect no upgrades at all. Mm-hmm. The change of controls and that was it. So I think we almost went in and got more than what we expected. Mm-hmm. So we're okay with it. But the amount of tweets that I've seen, like comparing this to like the Mafia remake, and you're like, aye, but that was a remake. Mm-hmm. That was a remake. They made that game again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not what this is. This is just upscaling stuff. Like, yeah, they're not going to announce three of the best games getting remade and then release it a month later for a, a one-off 60 quid. That's not going to happen. Do you think the price is still justified, given we've now played it? Aye. Aye, I think so. I think st- you can tell how much better they've gotten at the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, because it's like, even San Andreas, it's de- it feels quite stilted. Mm-hmm. The, the doesn't dialogue flow. doesn't flow at all. The way you're used to a GTA game with a conversation style just totally flowing and everything. Yeah. And uh, like I, that's the first thing I picked up was how the first thing I realised was I forgot Samuel Jackson was the cop. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, because as soon as you hear his voice, you're like, that's Samuel Jackson. The guy, um, 
Joey is his name. What what's his real name? He's Phoebe's boyfriend in. Yeah, the, he, he plays one of the characters in GTA Three, oh, and it's the guy that plays uh, Phoebe's boyfriend. That's the cop and friends. Um. Uh, What's his name? Can't oh, remember his name. Ginger-headed guy. Ah, you shit. But you play it in GTA 3. Michael Rappaport. Aye, yeah, I think it is. Aye, aye. But yeah, he plays like a Italian guy in GTA 3. Mm. Well, he is kind of Italian. He's got Italian heritage. I'm pretty sure he has. The ginger Italian? He's like a Jew Italian, I think. Jewish Italian, I think. Maybe. Yeah, I could, think. I could be. Um, but yeah, so obviously, like we are relatively positive on it. Most people are fucking livid about it, like beyond fucking livid. And I'm not going to say that they're not justified because there was issues, like the on PC you would buy the game through GTA. Have got their own launcher, the Rockstar game launcher. They put it up, and then because it wasn't working properly, they just pulled the whole thing, and so you'd bought a product and you couldn't play it. Oh, fuck, I'd say. And that went down for about a day, oh, which is a fucking nonsense, to That's be honest. Folk. Yeah. That's why we're not PC gamers. Well, it is indeed. <laughs> also, I mean, what happens if you are not the end of the world, but you took the day off, huh? and then that happens, and you're like, fuck off. You'd be annoyed. Yeah. So you would go on and Twitter and voice your opinion about it. And I think people were also annoyed because it was supposed to be a 3pm so three launch in the UK worldwide. Uh, but accidentally it launched at midnight the night before on PlayStation. And then once Sony realised, they pulled the whole thing off the store. But if you'd pre-installed it, you could still play it. So there was people that could play it before anyone else. So people were annoyed about that. Like Xbox gamers. uh, Seemingly it doesn't run very well on Switch at all, which is not surprising. I mean, one thing I would say, and this is fucking diabolical, is the fact that if you go into the settings, there's a performance and a quality mode. Oh, wow. What? Oh, it's a great. fucking PS2 game. <laughs> there's no way that those consoles can run it in whatever fucking mode you want. You're bringing it out in mobile next year. A performance and a quality mode. And it doesn't, I mean, even in performance mode, it's not six, it's, there's plenty of performance issues, uh, which is mad. Um, oh, well. Yeah, and so. Yeah, another thing was although Rockstar obviously had done their best to downplay it, they were clearly been a little bit sneaky about it as well, because you will notice that even just now there's not one single actual critic review up, and the reason for that is because the review codes didn't go out until the game launched which was obviously their mm. plan. Like, we got a review code through at three minutes past three, and it was an automated email that went out. So we got it at the same time as IGN, as mm. all the rest. And that was obvi- they had obviously scheduled those to go out mm. to make sure they didn't go out before the game launched, which is a bit sneaky. Yeah, I would say so. I'll, I'll still continue to sort of play a little bit more of it. I, I do want to try the other games as well, just to kind of relive some of my use. Yeah, I'm going to need you to uh, platinum Fight City for me. <laughs> mm. 
In fact, not platinum, it's 1000G, but yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to do One of my favourite things in Vice City was actually doing the like Grand Theft Auto parts of it and getting, because like a list on a wall somewhere and you've got to go and find all the different cars. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like going 60 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite cool. Uh, right, what else have I been playing? I, I played this awesome little game called A Short Hike, which is it's published by Pop Agenda. I saw it, PlayStation had tweeted out about it on Monday. I'd never heard of it before. Apparently it came out on Switch about a year ago. And it's just this adorable little game where you're this you're just flying about and it's I don't want to get too into the story, isn't it? It's not story heavy by any means, but there's like sort of like a kind of deeper meaning behind it. Um, but for all intents and purposes, you're just exploring this pretty small island and... As a bird, is it? Yeah, and talking to other characters and sort of just... It's just the whole thing opens up so naturally. So, the first of all, it controls brilliantly. Uh, there's certain bits you can't get to, but as you find these golden feathers, the more golden feathers you find, the more you can sort of like... When you jump, you can then like shuffle up walls. So to get to higher bits, the more you get. There's fishing. It's got, it's got a real Animal Crossing vibe to it. Like there's fishing. You have to. There's like little spots in the floor where you have to dig them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to water plants so they turn into like springboards. And the whole thing is you're trying to get to the top of this mountain so that you can get a signal to phone your mum. And it's honestly, it's just, it's hard to, it's kind of hard to explain. I would say go and watch a, a like a bit of gameplay of it if you can. It's it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. When I looked up uh, the reviews from when it released on Switch, it was getting ten out of tens from places and stuff like that. Places that don't usually hand out ten out of tens as well. Like it's a short game. You could probably complete it hundred percent in maybe two hours or three hours, but it's. It's cracking, and it's only six pound. Oh, there you go, bargain. Aye, well worth picking up. Yeah, like I'm, I'm so taken with it. There's a really cool feature as well, where you can go into the settings and you can change the pixel size, and so by default it's at large pixels, and so the game is quite pixelated. But you can put that all the way down to minimal, and then it's it's not it's hardly pixelated at all. So depending on what type of graphic style you like, mm. I thought that was a really cool feature. So I would highly, highly recommend that. And other than that, just more Far Cry 6. Um, I think I'm two missions away from finishing it. So mm-hmm. by the time this podcast goes live, there should be a tweet on Pure Dead Gaming of me declaring victory and completing Far Cry 6. Still fucking brilliant. And I just I really enjoy it. I'm possibly still going to make it platinum. going to make it platinum 300 because I think I'm not that far away. I think I could I could pull it out the pull it out of the bag. Yeah. Uh, played a little bit more Vanguard. It's still Call of Duty. I did see an article saying that it's had the worst sales figures for a Call of Duty in the last twelve years. Really, that's surprising. It's interesting. I wonder if it is finally the sort of effect of uh, Warzone. Like people can get that for free, right. so maybe they haven't made the jump. They did last year, and Warzone was about, but maybe this year they've just thought, nah, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the the lure of World War Two hasn't hasn't done it. Uh, and other than that, just a few shitty platinums. But I'll come on to that later on. It's shitty platinum time. Oh, I've got a belter. 
<laughs> Good, I look forward to that. So we'll jump to news now, shall we? We shall. We shall. Okay, first up, a happy birthday. I might put some happy birthday music on here. I think you should. Yeah. It's happy birthday <laughs> to you. No, I don't need to. Done. Yeah, there's a there's a vocalist. Walking talking to your box. Don't need any tunes. <laughs> Xbox celebrated its twentieth birthday on Monday. Oh, and Microsoft were not about to let it pass without without some surprises for the fan base. Rather than delve into everything, we've picked out the two biggest bits of news. So the Halo Infinite multiplayer beta is out now. 343 Industries says the decision to release Halo Infinite early in beta is a way to ensure all our systems are good to go for the full launch on December 8th. But nevertheless, today does mark the beginning of Halo Infinite's first season. Season 1 will continue longer than originally anticipated, so that'll be until May 2022. Quote, to ensure Season 2 meets our high-quality bar and so we can finish development for Season 2 in a healthy and sustainable way for our team. And also, after being dormant for nearly two years, Xbox have dug deep and surfaced with 76 new backwards compatible games. Well, there are too many to mention. Some of the highlights include Max Payne 1, 2 and 3, Skate 2, the Time Splitters games and a bunch of Star Wars titles. In terms of enhancements for those titles, Microsoft said the following. Every backward compatible title added today will experience improved visual quality with auto HDR on supported displays which automatically adds HDR enhancements on Xbox Series S and X. Original Xbox games will experience a resolution increase on all Xbox Series X and S, and Xbox One consoles on supported displays, four times resolution increase on Xbox Series X and Xbox One X, three resolution increase on Xbox Series S, and two resolution increase on Xbox One S and Xbox One. And before we dive into it, we've got some feedback. Uh, Matt said, finally, Max Payne 3 is playable on new consoles. We won. <laughs> Quick thought, though, will the online portion still be playable? Oh, I'll just quickly dive in. It's not. So this is the Xbox 360 game. So those servers were shut, and so they'll remain shut. Uh, Viva La Xbox said, loving all the Star Wars editions. We're being seriously spoiled. And Ali B not to be confused with Ali G, uh, got in touch and said, disappointed to hear this is the last of the backwards compatible games we'll be getting, although it's been a good run. Well, this is, is it? This is the last? Ah, they've said this is the last ones they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at this point, I think the list is over 900. So they've sizable. done it as a fair fucking effort, yeah. to be fair. And they've added... We was so fucking tough. And what did you do today, Craig? I went straight to CEX today and bought Max Payne 3. Did you? Aye. I went in, I got there at like about 20 past, no, maybe about half past nine. Fucking thing opens at nine o'clock. And I mm. saw it and I was like, oh. And I was looking about because I was trying to find 50 Cent Blood in the Sand as well, which was another oh, one that was yeah. added. No. Belter. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll secure it. Can you not get them on the game store then? No. Aye, but they'll be overpriced. Right. Okay. Uh, fair enough, uh, you would probably get it cheaper. Um, yeah, so... I took it up to the thing and the guy was just laughing. He's like, I take it, you saw what happened yesterday. And I was like, mate, <laughs> slow your roll here. I'm all over this, right? How much just was it? £2.50. Where did you get it? CX. You got the last one, but... So. Aye. Oh, you fucker. Well, that's the thing. It was the last one. The guy was like, ah, we had, uh, you're not the first person. We've sold about four of these this morning. 
And I was like, yeah. And he said, he said he was like, I thought it, I thought we'd have come in this morning and there'd been a notice to put it up in price, but there hadn't been. How, uh, how much is it on the store? Do you know? Oh, 15, 20 quid. Ugh. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna try and have a look. Because <laughs> it was like I saw like last night I'd looked and on eBay and stuff like you could get it for like three pounds and stuff, but I was like, you have, then no. I'd have to wait and no. and none of them were buy it nows and I was like, oh, there's probably gonna be a rush of people try to buy it, so I'll just go into CEX. I've fucking... so many games I don't have time to play them, but I want it now. <laughs> but thank fuck I got there on time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was good, but I am excited for a. Uh, 50 cent blood in the sand as well <laughs> no mate it was, a, it was a competent third person shooter and you got to listen to 50 cent songs is Spec Ops the line? all about it I don't think so oh, that was a fucking game it's a belter of a game a I don't, and it might have been one of the backwards compatible games before though it right. wasn't in this list I don't think it is though I just the story was incredible in Aye. that game Brilliant, brilliant game. What another couple that I did notice though that I didn't hear people talking about was Red Dead Revolver was one of the games. The very first one. Aye. Before the one that Rockstar was on the. Bought it. No, it was Rockstar, did it? So it was on there. What their, was it called? Because it was there was a game before it that came out, and then they bought the. Well, I think they maybe bought it late in development, but it technically is the first Red Dead game. Like Red Dead Redemption is technically the second in the series. And this one came to the original Xbox. So, I mean, it's not as well remembered. It's not obviously as good, but it's cool to have the option of that mm. now as well. And also, I don't know if you remember a game called Mini Ninjas. No. Nope. It was like a, it's like a stealth game, but uh-huh. it's like almost like a... I'm getting glimpses of that. It almost looks like a mascot platformer, uh-huh. but it's a stealth game. And I remember playing a bit of it in PlayStation 3 and enjoying it. So... Mm. I'm excited to go back and try and finish that as well. But uh, I did, when I was in CEX, like I had a wee list. I had the list up in front of me and I'm like, no more, no more. But oh, no. You just, what you can get. I had to tap out at Max Payne. Okay, next up on the news, Fight Night will re-enter the ring according to a report by VCG, no, VGC, but EA Sports is prioritising a new UFC title first. It's been over 10 years and an, an entire console generation since Fight Night Champion was released on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, leaving many to assume that EA had permanently shelved its boxing brand. However, with announcement of EA Sports college football and EA Sports PGA Tour, there has been a willingness from the publishers to diversify its catalogue. So what's that other boxing game we talked about before, remember? Ah, it's like ESC or something like that. It's a, that's like an indie developer that's making oh, right, that, right. which is mad because it looks real. It looks insane. <laughs> Aye. So, boxing fans have still got that to look forward to. I presume I like that's game. coming 2022. But yeah, uh, Davey got in touch and said, I can't believe it's finally happening. I love the Fight Night series. I bought an Xbox Series S just so I could play the most recent one. This can't come quick enough. That Fight Night Champion is a beloved game. It's, I'm sure it's on EA, uh, EA Play as well. So is you that d- the one with the kind of story campaign? With the I guy think it is, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's available on Game Pass. Ah, uh, so you can download cool. that. Uh, but yeah no this is cool and again I think boxing games are ones where you can kind of play an older version of it Mm. and it's still you wouldn't matter as much that it's an older one I mean don't get me wrong I prefer 
MMA to boxing, so I'm kind of happy. I, don't know. That I, I like I like the simplicity of boxing, the fucking ground game, and they've UFC, never got it right. It's so hard to get it right. Though. I mean, I can see why they've struggled with it because it's so complex. I would love if they managed to get it right though, because it yeah. would be amazing. But that's why I'd, I'm not as much of a fan as yeah. as the, the MMA one because there's just so much to put into that. Yeah. It's, it's ah, you sit hard. there and you work. You sit there and you work on your game, but as soon as you come up against somebody that takes you down, you're fucked. Yeah, you know, you have no cardio. <laughs> it's fucking harder then. Yeah, having like sampled some of the VR boxing games, I don't know. I just think, I I think that's the way forward for these kind of games. Like yeah. playing it, I don't know, with your fingers. You just want to actually use your hands. You know what I mean? Plus, it's a hell of a workout. And that Creed, it. that Creed VR was a. Mountain of a workout. Yeah. In fact, come to think of it, by the way, see the that boxing game. So there was Creed VR, but then recently they released a non VR version of it. It's like a arcade style boxing game, right. but that's on the Xbox. You can check it out. Right. Cool. It'll be sitting in your library. It's worth a look. Hey, next up, Ubisoft Stan He, former executive director of the Far Cry series, has left Ubisoft Montreal after 10 years. However, as an interesting twist, Gamesbeat also notes that he was working on the next Far Cry game before his departure. Specifically, they claim that Ubisoft intends to make the next entry a live service game, similar to Assassin's Creed Infinity. Mm. Yeah, so I asked, I put a shout out asking what people thought of a live service games in general. Like, would it put them off or would they be more inclined to play? James got in touch and said, probably depend how loyal to the series I've been. I'm mainly a single-player guy, so uh, might not be as many opportunities for live service. Demo said, nah, man, I'm out. The instant I smell games as a service or some shit like hokey microtransactions, I still don't, never will. I still don't and never will own Shadow of War, although I thoroughly enjoyed Shadow of Mordor. And SJ said, I'd be very wary, but I would wait and see what benefits it would bring, if any. Mm. I don't want a fucking game as a service. I just no. don't want it. No. I, don't, old school, aren't I don't want it. I was talking to uh, one of our listeners, Chris, and I was saying that perhaps Assassin's Creed was the blueprint for this mm. because they brought out like a base game and then they've been bringing out sort of like expansions, like 10 hour stories on top of that. And this is what it would sort of be like you would get the game, it wouldn't have that much content, but then you would pay for like bulk story content. Which I mean, it works for Assassin's Creed to a point, but I think if you go like Assassin's Creed also came with like a 100 hour story to begin with. Mm. And I, don't, I think if you take that away... But then you end up paying ten times the price for the game, but you don't realise it. Exactly, it's drip feeding you, innit? Before you realise that you've spent £100 or 150 quid on it. I don't think it's the best way to go. Don't like that. I don't like all this. I'm too old school. I just want to sit down with my controller mm-hmm. and play a single player game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. don't want any fucking multiplayer. I don't want any co-op. It's like sit there like a big fucking anti-social grump <laughs> and play my games. I'm the same. I'm the same. <laughs> Just when I was reading out that feedback uh, and James's name popped up, he did actually contact us this week and say, all the all the message said was, tell Andy to get off his arse and get back on Hades. <laughs> I've deleted it though. So oh, come on. I needed to make space for a uh, fucking Horizon. A hundred oh. 
There we go. 101 gig. There we go. Listener gone. Well done. <laughs> I can always download that game. It was a, it's a fucking amazing game. It was a good game, aye. So good. Mm. Play Death Store. I know I will. I should, I should play that. If I'd be interested to see if you like it as much because I think it's uh, a better game than Hades uh, but I'd be okay. interested to see if you think the same because I didn't play as much of Hades as you did so mm-hmm. you'd be better to I played a lot de- of hours in Hades <laughs> you'd be better to determine that than yeah. me Okay, It's been rumoured that a revival of popular Xbox 360 quiz game 1 vs 100 is in active development at Xbox the original release was a live virtual game show based on the TV show of the same name that launched back in 2009. Players could launch into the game on their Xbox 360 console and participate in regular quiz events. One player would go up against 100 other players to answer a series of questions. Incorrect answers would see players eliminated from the mob if the one won. They would, they would win a prize up to ten thousand Microsoft points. Otherwise, if the mo- is that right, the mob is that what it's meant to say? Yeah. So the the, the one mob? was the one person, yeah, and then yeah. the mobs the hundred. Ah, right. Okay. Then the winnings were split between those that remained. So you're playing the other hundred people or people online. I take it. It's it was all online. So it was one. I never actually played it. I wanted to, but I never yeah. got the chance to. It was, it ran for like. I'm going to get this totally wrong, but it was only about for maybe six months or something they did right. it. And so you, you, I think you used your avatar. Remember your re yeah. Xbox avatar? Yeah. And so you were all in the crowd. And so there was like 100v1 and there was questions. And I think, I don't know how it worked because I never get into it. I wanted to play it, but I just never get the chance. But yeah, it was quiz questions. And so if you were one of the 100, if you got the question wrong, you get bumped out. And it was yeah. whoever was there at the end. And then the money would be... It's not money, it's Xbox points. But like the cool. Xbox points can be redeemed to get money off games you buy. Yeah, so like cool. uh, whatever was... So there was each game, there was 10,000 Microsoft points and it would be split amongst who was left. Mm. And it was a really fucking cool idea. Yeah. And I really hope they are bringing it back. And when is this... Or is it just rumoured? It's rumoured just now. Mm. But it's strongly rumoured. They, they would have to sort of put a time cap on it because they would need to budget for how many points and well that's the thing you know, you, that, that you is can, money at the end of the day so you can't be given 10,000 Microsoft points away every day how many times uh, do you do that from memory and again I didn't play it so I could be completely wrong I think it was a case of so it was like right on Saturday was there a time slot I, I think it was like right there's a game at Saturday at 9 o'clock uh, rather than you just jumping onto online mode I it wasn't up it wasn't just a case that every time they had 100 players, a game went ahead. It, was, aye, it wasn't it was like, like that. Aye. Saturday, 5 o'clock, tune in, yeah. be ready for 1 versus 100. Uh-huh, ah, yeah. Right, okay. And so, sense. like, if you got picked, then mm-hmm. that was probably your one chance because there was that many people uh, wanting cool. in that they would maybe look and go, right, that person's had a shot. Yeah. I think that's how it worked. I'd need to look into it more, but it was cool. Sounds cool. I would play that. Aye. And there's this is surely from a guy who just said who's antisocial. Yeah, I mean, I like. I'm... There's surely a lot of scope for cheating, though, isn't there? Because mm. I'd have you sitting next to me with Google up. Oh, yeah, sure. Like I've always enjoyed like watching game shows and stuff on TV, but I've never been like I would like to apply and actually go on one of them because yeah. you'd feel. But if you're sat behind your, you know, your screen, then it's a uh-huh. bit more. I don't know. The anonymity. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think they will, but I think. The rumour's strong. I think mm-hmm. it will come back. And I'm all for it. I'll be right up for it this time. Definitely. Okay, and... 
this one's not a rumour. So- Ubisoft has now confirmed that Rainbow Six Extraction will indeed launch on January January 20th. The game will also arrive with a cross-platform buddy pass system. Each copy of Rainbow Six Extraction will come with a pair of tokens that can be given to friends on almost any platform. Steam is apparently excluded. Once activated, these tokens will grant access to the entire game for no extra cost for up to 14 days. Any progression your pals make will carry over to the full game should they then decide to pick it up. I don't really give a fuck about this game, but that buddy pass thing is pretty cool. Yeah. So that means, like, if... I don't know if... I mean, we well, we share games anyway, but if I bought that game, then I could give the buddy pass to another person. They can play the entire game for 14 days. Mm. It's pretty cool. But it is still. I don't. I don't know what it is about this Rainbow Six Extraction. I'm just. I've not seen a lot of it, but it's not something I care about. Not grabbing your attention. Not at all. Flying Tackle got in, in touch, and he said Rainbow Six comes out January twentieth. Is there a single sausage that cares? And I don't think there is. Like I don't know. I think it's just too. It. It reminds me of Breakpoint. Which oh, yeah, I was yeah. actually excited for, but Me then too. it came out and it just didn't land. Mm. There was something, something about it, and this just seems same idea. Uh, it seems like a cross between that and what's the other one that Ubisoft do? The Division oh, seems yeah. like a cross between the Division and that. And I don't know. I just I'll I'll check it out, but I can't see it pulling me in. Okay, and last up on this this week's news. Beyond Good and Evil 2, officially announced in 2017, is seemingly no closer to completion today, and recent hearsay suggests that it's still nowhere near finished. Tom Henderson, a games journalist who will often post leaks and rumours via Twitter, claimed to have heard that the game is, quote, suffering a development crisis from developers working on the game. Apparently the departure of Michael Ansel last year has only worsened the game's troubled production, which is to be expected. Henderson continued saying that his sources believe it's only a matter of time before the title is cancelled. Oh, no. Since the, all this came out last week, the journalist has apparently been contacted by another developer who claims that the game is very much still in development, but, quote, is several years away. Fuck off. You've heard me talk about this I game. I know, I knew this would hit for you. I knew this would land this, particularly I deep in your anus. this game. This Beyond Good and Evil. It's just always stuck with me. It's a gaming experience that I fucking loved. I still don't know if I played it. I, I wouldn't, think I, did. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare go back to it now because yeah. it's just too old and it would Ruin be it. shit. But I just remember for the time, this game was incredible. It had story, it had loads of different gameplay mechanics loads of weird gameplay mechanics it just seemed to work it was fucking amazing it was so good and then I remember there were the first trailer that came out for this and I was like fucking yes doing good and evil trailer looked smart looked and then good. they brought out loads of other stuff and it showed you them flying about space and, that, and it, it looked incredible but I, I, it's just been in development for years now I just think it's it's almost I like so they announced it in 2017 but then they quickly after it said look I mean, what we showed you here is just a CG trailer. We've not actually started working on the game yet. Mm. And then it seems like the project's just never got off the ground. Mm. Like, apparently they had been... So for years beforehand, they'd been pitching it and wanting to make it, but the 
the the backing was just never there for it from Ubisoft. And so it seems like they sort of they did greenlight it, but at the same point they were like, but it's not a focus, and yeah. here's a small team, and it just I don't know. I really don't know. Like, uh, we got a comment in from Alan who said, mark my words, this game never comes out. <laughs> and see, honestly, I think he's right. I don't no. know. There's just something about it. Like I, like I say, like from what I saw in that trailer and like you speak so highly of the first one and stuff like that, I want to see it come out, but there's, it just, there's something seems off about it, isn't there? Yeah. It's annoying. That is annoying. It's annoying. Because, I mean, Ubisoft have the pull to just be like, here's a team, go and make it, and it comes out in two years. Like, they have that ability. They've I got... The, the fact that that main guy, Michael Anson, and you seen what the guy that came up with Rain Man as well? Yeah, he's the guy who made the first one. He's gone now. Yeah, so but he's obviously fact, gone because he wasn't getting the support he needed, I would imagine. So then, that, he's the visionary behind it, though. Yeah. So, you lose that, you kind of lose the, the crux of the game, I think. Probably. So, I, I'm not holding out hope. Unfortunately. But are you holding out hope for a shitty platinum this week? I am indeed. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's shitty platinum time. You going to do the Vader song? Nah, it's me. <laughs> I was really hoping for the Vader song. Right, you've, te- time. you've teased us, Craig, that this is a good one, so do share. Yeah, right. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Okay. For finger fitness. Oh my god. Oh shit. <laughs> well, the name has me sold already. Yep. <laughs> finger fitness. Finger fitness. Right, okay. So in this game, you think my name is Mayo, but with a wee bit of hand cardio. Right, okay, you'll have to explain what my name is Mayo is because people don't know that. Right, my name is Mayo. You have to keep pressing X to tap a jar <laughs> and you have to tap it about 20,000 times to get the platinum. What the fuck? I is remember it? one day he was sat doing it and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, I've got that platinum in multiple regions. What the fuck are you and doing? on the Vita. How long did that take you? It takes about 20 minutes. Like you just sitting, 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 sitting. Oh, you have to fucking hammer it. Your your fingers sore by the end of it. Mm-hmm. I can but, imagine. Aye. So here, you this game before it aye. to build up those fingers. So finger <laughs> fitness. What what you do is you have. So it's only out on PlayStation Five at the moment, and the reason that is because they've got the adaptive triggers, right? <laughs> So you have to keep pressing L2. A game utilising this brilliant uh-huh. technology uh-huh. for a great it's purpose. fucking awesome. So you have to keep pressing L2, R2, L2, R2. And your stamina bar goes up, but if it goes into the red, you then have to bring it back down. Now, it will go down itself, but to bring it down faster, you rub the touchpad, right? <laughs> and you're constantly upgrading and going to different places. So what I did was... I went and I got the platinum, 79 pence, mm-hmm. right? And I thought to myself, are you truly a finger master? Because that is the name of the platinum trophy, right? <laughs> and I started to doubt myself. Mm-hmm. It started to creep in the doubt. I was like, I don't know if I am a finger master. So I went onto the US store, got myself the second stack, and I platinumed that fucker again. Right. Mm. right, and after that second platinum, I can declare myself <laughs> the finger master. Okay. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, indeed. The yeah. Finger Master. The Finger Master. Now, obviously, it's not a very serious game. No. And no. they were clearly. Oh, shit. <laughs> they were clearly playing sexual innuendo bingo because it is actually called rubbing one out. Right? So. I alluded to it, you have to rub the touchpad, but mm-hmm. so you're hammering this, but, and it gets quite tough, mm-hmm. quite tough, right? I had, sometimes, I was using my index fingers as you would, but sometimes I had to set the controller up and use the thumbs, a bit of thumb action, right? Because it was getting sore. See, especially, I swear to God, see, <laughs> see, because I did the two flatters back to back earlier today, see, going like that with my fingers, it's fucking sore. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's honestly well, work it. Aye, it's I'll give you a shot. It's uh, it's sore, but once so once you do it, you have to literally start rubbing the controller. And I'm not gonna lie, you have a moment. You have a moment. <laughs> but at the moment it's only on PlayStation. I think it'll actually only stay on PlayStation 5. Because it does it would work without the adaptive triggers, but I think that's the point of it. They've yeah. made the game around that feature. Yeah. And so I think you'll only get the two stacks. Mm-hmm. But uh, so for less than £2, mm-hmm. you can get two platinum trophies. Each one would take... I mean, it depends on how quick you are. I, I thought I was doing it pretty fast and it took me about 15 minutes each one. And you call yourself a finger master? I am the finger master. Mm-hmm. Did you like my little um, premature trejaculation? I did, um, that was a belter. Yeah. I meant to put that on Twitter, actually. I'll do it after we got off yeah. the air. Premature trejaculation. The act of erecting one's Christmas decor in any month prior to December. I'm like, yeah, that's your great. You put the fucking tree up? Fucking at my At my request. Yeah. 16th of November, folks. And we've got the Christmas tree up. And it's been up for five days. <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> it was up in the ninth. Holy no, shit. 12. Which takes us quite quite nicely to So, if you haven't been listening in previous weeks, this week we have deviated from the gaming-inspired movies and gone festive with Home Sweet Home Alone, which came out on Disney Plus on the... December, no, not December, November 12th. Hence why we have our tree up, because Craig refused to watch it without a Christmas tree in sight. That's right, folks. Craig's a big baby. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going to review Home Sweet Home Alone this week. We hope that you have also watched it and can... Did we tell people to watch it? Yeah, we did. Right. Um, If you haven't already watched it, we might drop in some spoilers, but... We absolutely are going to spoil given, the shit out of it. Given that it's a sequel to Home Alone, you can probably kind of get the gist, to be fair. Yes, you can 100% get the gist of it. You know all the beats <laughs> already in this film, guys. I, I don't know if you do, because I don't, do. I don't think it followed it totally. It doesn't matter if it doesn't follow it. It's so predictable. You, oh, it's predictable. Well, guess every beat. I I would argue isn't that predictable. I'd argue it's unpredictable in bad ways. Oh God, right? Craig's gonna give us a five already. I can tell. <laughs> Fuck me, he's gonna drive me crazy here. <laughs> right. So give us your opinion. Right. Well, I've got down uh, two minutes in, and I want to punch this stupid kid right in his bowl cut. 
Oh, fucking right. The casting is... He's yeah. an annoying prick, isn't he? Aye. You leave face on him more. Do you think that's what they were going for? I don't know, but every, I close, don't... every close up, he was like doing that kind of smug thinking face. Aye. And I was like, oh, you little shit. <laughs> See, I don't know. I don't think he was supposed to be that annoying because a few reviews I read, they were like, oh, and whatever his name is... Uh, the excellent whatever his name is because he's in something else and apparently he does a a great job Mm -hmm. in whatever else he's in and so I think there's a possibility if you went into this film knowing him from something else that you would maybe look on him in a different way maybe but I just find him an annoying bastard he is annoying you fucker Mm -hmm. aye and he's fucking English what the fuck aye mamsie mamsie well see I've got down (laughs) The mum calls it MacDonald's. That really irritates me. That happens in loads of films. I don't know anyone in the UK that calls it MacDonald's. MacDonald's? No, that's fucked up. But it, it's always British people that say it in films. Say stuff kind of weirdly and it stands out because it's uh-huh. American. It's McDonald's. You know what? It's a wee bit out of track, but you know how William Regal back in the day, whenever mm-hmm. he said Triple H... A triple he H. Go, he would triple H. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're just like, whoa, we get the in. You know what I mean? Because, like, you know he's doing it to get a rise almost Aye. as well. But it totally stood out because he's just like, everyone, everyone else, even me and you, would go triple H. Because that's the way everyone else says his name. But when we go, he's like, triple H and The Undertaker tonight. And you're like, oh. And it's the same thing with McDonald. What the fuck is that about? I feel like there was quite a lot of irritating bits and pieces like that throughout the film that the film irritated me no end oh come on now come on now I just didn't like it because there was there was changes to the story that I just didn't like and then when I realised they disneyed it up right but when I realised they weren't even robbers they were just fucking parents who yeah I was like what but that's peak Disney 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 cannot have Home intruders. They have to have it be a misunderstanding. Oh, for God's sake. Well, I was in the assumption that they were robbers, so when they were all in a family, and I'm like, it's a bit weird having uh, shown them to be wholesome, and then they're going to be robbers, and then it turns out they were the robbers. Don't be wrong, I thought going in they were robbers, but it does make sense because it's Disney. Disney would not want to do that. It needs to have a a happy ending. Uh So, you know... And yeah, like the original Home Alone, Harry and Marv get dragged off by the cops, and this one they all have dinner together. Mm-hmm. Ah, fucking hell. Spoiler, sorry. Oh. And, the, and the, even the bits where they're like getting, where little Max is doing all his Home Alone shit, and it's not even that good, all this stuff. Just made me want to watch the original. Well, we're, we're, we're going to be, don't worry. Uh, but that, that, that's that, though. I, just, I was watching it going, I just want to watch the first one now. Because uh, this is shit. Don't I thought there was a few good bits, right? Like. So, I mean, <laughs> you probably wouldn't even have registered this because you're not a parent, but at one point near the beginning, he goes to swear and then he sees the elf on the shelf mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, sorry. And as a parent, that's funny. Right. Because that's, for it. that wee elf is someone you put in the house and the kids have to behave around it. Like that's it's oh, a new yeah. thing that came around in the last like five years, oh, and yeah. every every kid's got. I we've got one of these wee elves, and they sit when it, it comes out at the beginning of December, and yeah. you have to behave because the elf will tell Santa, mm-hmm. and it's called it, aye, oh aye, mm-hmm. and it's called the elf on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got down? The brother, the guy's brother, 
uh, Rob oh. McKelney's brother, he's a right fucking twat, isn't he? Aye. I'd never tire of punching him. Mm-hmm. Never tire of punching him. But we kept your seats because you were late. <laughs> There's still people coming in. <laughs> <laughs> but see, bits like that, I found it quite funny. But so I'm not going to just praise this film, right? It's not a great film. I mean, I enjoyed it. Have Have I watched it three times so far? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Yes, I have. Just, I have not. Aye. I just want to clarify. I that. watched it again on Sunday, and then I watched it today. So I will keep this film in the rotation, but I'm not trying to say it's a brilliant film by any means. Like we'll get on to the Home Alone list later. But so what I put down, and this is what I would say is the main problem with the film, is that it skips a lot of world building. So like seeing the first Home Alone. Kevin, when he wakes up, he can't understand what's happened. Where's my mum? Where's my family? I made my family disappear. Mm-hmm. And that's what he thinks. And he spends 10 minutes being apprehensive, unsure, scared Aye. to be on his own. Hiding under the bed. Hiding under the bed. And he, I'm not afraid anymore. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you see that growth in him. And then you're like, you're following his journey because you're like, fucking hell, he was a scared wee boy. But now he's having to pull his socks up and do it himself. And so then when he takes on two robbers, you're like, fucking right, on you go, wee man. That's brilliant. But in this, he like, so he comes out the garage, he stands in the hall, mum, mummy, mummy. Mumsy. Aye, says it three times and then just goes, hey. And then two minutes later, he's fucking dancing about. And they explain later on that all this happened in the one day. So it's not as if, do you know what I mean? So it's not as if he's he, you're just missing his journey. But if, that's one day. This whole film takes place in one day. No, no. But that whole see when he's doing all that stuff and he's having like a wee slumber party and stuff like that. That's yeah. supposed to be the same sort of the same day. Yeah. How many how many days does the film span? Do you think two, it can only be two or three? Yeah. Because as soon as the mum gets there, she heads back. I know that's the thing. She she knows right away, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. So. Then he's scared, comes to terms with the idea of being home alone. Meanwhile, this wee arsehole wanders out his garage, stands in the hall and shouts a few relative names before instantly declaring it the best of times and having what can only be described as an only child slumber party, which is what he does, acting mm. like a fucking idiot. And it's just, like, in the original Home Alone, that whole thing happened in half an hour. Mm. They built it up, whereas in this, it just... And then down with the furnace that kind of like... Is that yeah. almost like a monster and he's feared to go down there Aye. and wash his clothes and all that kind of shit? You know, stuff like that. And it builds the world down there from later on when they're yeah. robbing the place and rather than just going, oh, they're in a basement that we didn't know about before. Yeah. You know about the basement and you know about the fact that he doesn't like them down there. Yeah. And that makes it even more better like when he's down there and having to fight them down there and do stuff for them, you know what I mean? Aye. And I mean, like we don't want to obviously totally compare this to the first one, especially when we're going to review Home Alone in like three weeks. But like, I don't know, just it's not as if Home Alone won was a particularly long film. So they could have done the same level of world building in this. Mm. They just didn't. Uh, They just fucking didn't. And like, when you got to the the point... The time's better utilised than the first one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. much better utilised. Like, it makes you appreciate how well the time was utilised in the first film. I think they had to build up the robbers quite a bit more to make you then be on their side in this one because, you know... 
he spent a lot of time with Marvin him. Harry yeah. is clear they're the bad guys yeah. from, from the get go whereas they had to sort of show you that yeah these guys that's true actually that's where they had the time went yeah. because they spent more time with them? the raw slash quote unquote robbers <laughs> than they did, they did with the wee guy yeah absolutely because Whereas... like you said they have to t- let you know that they're not bad people mm-hmm. it's just like a misunderstanding with this fucking doll that's worth nah, they spend the whole time making you feel sorry for yeah. the family mm-hmm. and those two those two I, I totally forget their names Rob Delaney Rob Delaney I, I call him Rob McKelney that's the guy from flipping uh, Always Sunny <laughs> I, Rob he's, Delaney he's really he is funny, funny. and uh, the one for Kimmy Schmidt as well she's, yeah. she's funny I just don't think I, I thought they were decent in it. I genuinely did. Like I liked to see that. Yeah, they uh, done, done well. It was done Castles well. that pointed out that uh, comment about uh, I wouldn't last thirty seconds in Gen Pop, which is a callback. The guy's been in jail. He went. He went to jail for something. Mm, and so, aye. So it's like a little in joke. And I yeah, there was like I guess you little kind of callback jokes and stuff that. I think McAllister the cop yeah the, the buzz stuff was brilliant I'm not yeah. having anything other than the buzz stuff was brilliant yeah like see when he refuses to go he's like uh, they're trying to get him to go back along the house and he's like I'm not going it's, it's my brother Kevin he does this every year <laughs> I was like that's fucking excellent <laughs> the buzz stuff was an absolute highlight no mm-hmm. doubt mm-hmm. I found it weird that Kevin wasn't in it because pre-release loads of different places had made in articles had made comments that he was in it in a cameo mm. now obviously he's referenced but he's not in it mm. and I thought that was strange in fact to the point where when we finished the film we were like we missed him mm. and thought he must have like popped up somewhere in the background or something but yeah no he's not he's not in it sorry to disappoint if you've not watched it already no um, I liked the little nod see when he went down the stairs on the ironing board Mm-hmm. I thought that was quite a good nod to going down in the when he goes down in the sledge. sledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was quite cool. Um, Buzz cameo, obviously top tier. That was the best part of the film for me was the Buzz bit. Um, I liked the bit as well where the mum was in the airport and she's talking to the air hostess and she's mm-hmm. like, "I need mm-hmm. to get." She's like talking that way when ignorant fucking folk that they don't. Yeah. They assume other people don't speak English, yeah. and then the woman replies in an American accent. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, and I like just when we're talking about the brother being a knob. Like, see when the parents are they're totally freaking out and they're opening presents and they're like, "Oh no!" because he's got him some iPad and he's like, "That's not even the most expensive thing we bought." Because he's just an absolute fucking tit. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the nod to gaming when they when uh, Rob Delaney went down, they put the VR headset on him. And because he's just he doesn't know anything about gaming, he got yeah. up and he was freaking out because he thought he was like he's he'd been knocked out and he woke up and didn't know where he was. <laughs> ah, you're laughing. You oh, like this funny. film? Just like uh, it'd be funny if you woke up after being knocked out and <laughs> put VR on. You're like, what the fuck? I just I thought it was like quite a it was one of the better bits of the film because like if you had never seen a VR headset, which presumably this guy hadn't, you'd been knocked out. You woke up. And you're like, oh my god, where am I? Yeah. And he jumps you know into the. <laughs> like that Richie's, Richie's plank experience um, there's a good little uh, nod to what is it Angels who summed the film yes um, there was like a oh that was I did that like was that good. it was like uh, it was like another version of it and mm-hmm. then Hingley says 
Oh, they're, they're never as good as that. I do know. <laughs> yeah. It says the same lines, but yeah. it's done as a like a space, space, yeah. space type one. You are going to give you 10 seconds to get your no good lime shutting in your. It's the exact same lines. I did like that. But, uh, but it was like a, was a, a live action Jetsons or something. <laughs> but all the bits I liked were a throwback to yeah. the uh-huh. first one. That's true. Yeah. So oh, it totally. Tells you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. The only prank bit that I thought was funny was the bit, and it's in the trailer. When he get when he's like, oh no, a ladder, and he's like, I'm not going to fall for that, and he jumps off and he pulls the thing out and he sort of bounces in the trampoline, fucks mm-hmm. himself off the tree. Mm-hmm. I thought that was quite good, but it was the only prank that I thought was done well. Yeah, I, nothing, nothing really stuck out to me. He's like really, really funny. Yeah, them getting hurt. No, you remember all the we, stuff. We did watch it with kids, and we're like, right, so don't try any of this at home. Do not put pins on the end of your Nerf gun bullets, please. Because we've got previous. <laughs> the first time I showed Nathan Home Alone, the next day he went into his nursery and started trying to plant traps. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. I picked him up and no, I'm like, yeah, we had to have a word with Nathan and a few of his friends because they said they were trying to play Home Alone. Ah, <laughs> I was like, Sorry about that. And Jess came back and she's like, I was mortified, and I'm like, I'm so proud. That <laughs> <laughs> was great. Uh, one last thing I've got down, and that oh, it does the oh, it bugs the life out of me, and this happens all the time, but they refer to it as Legos. It's fucking Lego. And I, it's all Americans oh, do this. They call it Legos. Right. He's got so many Legos. It's fucking Lego. <laughs> Drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as a Lego connoisseur, Andy, as yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. I'll need to show you um, the Lego Pikachu that I built. Oh, oh, it's yeah. Actually, it's not Lego, it's Mega Blocks. Is it? Yeah, it's an, oh, it's an it old cloth, but it's cool. <laughs> Is that you then? That you had your two cents? Uh, no, just uh, the stuff I've got down. It's just like, it's such a Disney thing to do to make it all a misunderstanding rather than a robbery. And I, I think, I honestly think that Disney probably looked at it and went, nah, not in 2021. We mm-hmm. can't have home invasion. We can't have this. We can't have that. Like, I think there's, there's a real, I don't know, apprehension to do stuff like this these yeah. days. I think uh, they did do it well, and I think they made it work in that sense. It just—I genuinely thought it was all right. Like it's, I, I, but you've got to remember that I do like terrible films. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I said we'd go on to it, but if I was rating the Home Alone films, I still, on any given day, would go back and forth between the first and the second one being the best. So we'll say Home Alone one, then Home Alone two, mm-hmm. but it could switch at any time. The third best Home Alone film is Home Alone 3. I'm going to get him to watch that. I'm going to get Andy to watch that at some point this Christmas because it honestly is a good film. And now that you know that John Hughes has uh, mm-hmm. wrote it, uh, I'd say this is the fourth best one, then Home Alone 4, then 5. Doesn't it tell you? Does it not? No. I suppose because it's Disney Plus only, they probably uh, like don't have... Box office, so... It, well, I mean, it didn't have a cinematic release. Yeah, Definitely didn't. I think that's why. Oh, well. Yeah. 
So we're yeah, so it. this week instead of doing our usual Scotch pie rating, we're going to go for festive mince pies because these films that are non-game related will not be included in our sort of yearly roundup of gaming movies. So it, w- it just wouldn't be fair no. to put Home Sweet Home Alone up against any gaming film because it would trounce it. <laughs> so you're going for five then. I am not showing my hand just yet. Before we do give Paige, uh, we had feedback from Terry. He got in touch and he said um, it was just okay. And he also passed on that his partner's daughter, who's also called Jessica, said the following. I couldn't follow it. I have no idea what was happening. And it was very boring. So not happy with Jessica. So what are you giving it, Jess? Pies? Mince pies. I'm going to go for four mince pies. I enjoyed it. We'd watch it again. Had some humour. Yeah, four mince pies for me, please. I'm four as well. Oh my god. I really, there there was conversation in this house about is there a way I could give it five just to annoy you, but I've went with my heart and gave it four. Are you a one? Don't be a one. No, I'm not a one. I'm not that bad, but I'm giving it a two. We got a, gig, a few giggles out of him mm-hmm. like when we were recapping. He was remembering things that he thought was funny. Mm-hmm. Who knows? He might end up staying for the fourth viewing after the podcast. <laughs> right, so we've got the uh, mince pies from the audience and I am appalled to announce that with 32% of the votes was one Ooh. mince pie. 24% gave it two... 18 gave it 3, 16% gave it 5, and 11% gave it 4. It's actually the close, like, usually we have one or two sort of outright leaders, Mm -hmm. but even even the one that was last got over 10%, Mm. which was interesting. But yeah, fuck you all, because it's not a one mince pie. Maybe that's the issue. They thought we were going by. Scotch pies, and if they knew it was mince pies, then it would have been four. No, no, I think you're clutching there. Yeah, okay. So, for next week, we're back to our usual gaming movie inspired film, and we're going to go for the next in the Resident Evil series that we've not yet watched, which is number four, which is also called Somebody. I think it's called Afterlife, but I'll just check here. The think- fourth one, a pop, did we? Resident Evil, Scene Apocalypse, Extinction, next one is Afterlife. I was right. Afterlife. Resident Evil, Afterlife. Cool. Okay. I'm down, as the kids would say. I'm not a child. Well, that's to be a <laughs> Okay, and last up for this week, we'll head to our pick of the week. Pick of the week. Pick, pick of the, the week. week. Pick of the week, pick of the week, pick of the week. So yeah, the game that is kind of most hyped slash pick of the week, voted by our lovely listeners. Great, hit me with the results. Yep, not many, not many releases this week. We have uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond slash Shining Pearl, Battlefield Twenty Forty Two, Sherlock Holmes Chapter One. That's all I'd put in the list. I didn't realise at the time that went out that a short hike was also coming out, so it wasn't included in the poll. I personally would vote for that. I think it's 
excellent, absolutely excellent. But in terms of the votes, it was Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1 got 55% and won. Uh, Battlefield 2042 got 29% and Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl got 15%. I have played a little bit of Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1. It came out yesterday, but we got codes through for it about two weeks ago. It's... It's good. I've not had a chance to play that much of it. Uh, it's not me that's covering the review, so I've only put maybe about two hours into it. It's it's very much like the previous Sherlock Holmes games. The difference between this one is that they've went with an open world setting, so once it opens up, you've got a relatively small-ish open world, and you go about and you can sort of interact with the world and stuff like that. The problem that I've found so far is that the world is not very lively. It's pretty dead. Mm. I, I'd need to play more of it to make a proper, like, determination, but I feel like it might have been a mistake going one open world. Like, this is not a AAA team. Like, at one point, about a week ago, we got a press release through just asking us to sort of funnel out because some pre-release stuff had been shown and people were slagging it off, basically, being like, look at the state of this, look at the state of this NPC over here or whatever. But So the, the developers then sent out a press release to us saying, look, can you just reiterate, we're not a AAA developer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why some of this stuff is a bit rough. And, like, they're totally right and I totally get it and we we distributed that information but at the same point I'm like maybe you shouldn't have extended yourself that much then like the previous Sherlock Holmes games were all about 5 or 6 hours long this is a 30 hour game in an open world and I mean it's cool I like it I'm probably going to like it more than most but it's I think they just maybe extended themselves a bit too much but I mean it's one or pick of the week people are excited for it and it's definitely got a lot of the, the stuff you love from the previous games, so definitely check it out. Okay, and that wraps things up for this week. We hope you have enjoyed another weekly dose of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. You can support us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you listen to us on, as well as liking, commenting and retweeting our social posts. If you want to get in touch or have any recommendations or topics you want us to discuss, then do get in touch at puredeadgaming at gmail.com or send us a DM on Twitter, or we've also added a contact us form to our website. So all the methods, get yep. in touch. Also subscribe to my OnlyFans account. Oh, wished. Mm. <laughs> it's not a thing. Don't get excited. Uh, they would be getting excited as well. <laughs> as well as you did well to tame that there, because folk were getting carried away. Mm-hmm. Google was up. That cream egg belly. Aye. <laughs> that's right he's just like in a bath of cream eggs hey don't be giving me photo set ideas right <laughs> bye folks ciao tati bye the pure dead gaming podcast <laughs>